0: Welcome to Nevertheless, She Persisted. I'm your host, Sadie. Every Friday, I post interviews about mental health, dialectical behavioral therapy, and teenage life. These episodes break down my mental health journey, teach skills to help you cope with life, and showcase testimonials from teens just like you. Whether you've struggled yourself or just want to improve your mental fitness, this podcast is your inspiration to live a life you love and keep persisting. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode. I'm so excited to announce that this week is my first ever giveaway, so stay tuned until the end of the episode to figure out how you can enter and what you can win. I also have a super exciting interview lined up with Cassandra McClure, so you'll hear more from her in a couple of minutes. I wanted to start this episode, though, by doing a little bit of DBT education for the police skill. So we left off learning about the emotion regulation module, which is the module that helps you maintain that emotional stability in in a more general way to have emotions that are stable in the long term. So it's not treating those moments of anxiety or distress, it's it's maintaining happiness and stability over a longer period of time. So one of the biggest skills in this module is called the PLEASE skill. And so this acronym stands for Treat Physical Illnesses, Balance Eating, Avoid Mood-Altering Substances, Balance Sleep, and Get Exercise. And the key to this skill is moderation. And so I'll go into a little bit of depth for each letter. But it's about balancing these items and keeping them in check so that your mental health can thrive. We know that if you haven't been sleeping well or you haven't been eating, you're gonna be more susceptible to sadness and anger and anxiety. That's why there's such a thing as being hangry or being really grumpy when you haven't slept well. And so it's it's making sure that physically you're doing well so that there's nothing that can affect your mental health or make it worse. You wanna do everything you can to keep your mental health in control and this skill is a great way to do that so treating physical illness that means taking care of your body if you need to go to the doctor you're going to go to a doctor's appointment if you're prescribed medication you take the medication it's staying physically healthy as much as you can and staying on top of those things balanced eating so it's keeping your eating balanced I don't want to touch it on this one a ton because I do want to do more in-depth episodes about how you can stay balanced with your eating and what worked for me, but it's, it's being mindful of what your body needs, what fuel it's asking for so that you can thrive and have enough energy to be your fullest self. The next one is avoid mood-altering substances. And so this one, again, it's the idea of moderation. A lot of people don't know this, but like caffeine is a mood-altering substance. And so like I love drinking a cup of coffee in the morning, I look forward to it, but if I were to drink 16 cups of coffee a day, I would be an emotional wreck. So it's moderation, um, not excessively utilizing substances that will affect your mood in a big way. And so again, moderation and prioritizing your physical health so that your mental health can be in check. The next one is balanced sleep. And this is an episode I'm so excited to do about what worked for me to get my sleep back on track and totally take control of that so stay tuned for that but the idea is to get the amount of sleep that you need and I know some people like oh I just need like five hours everyone needs sleep and everyone needs to be well rested to function fully so making sure that's a priority and you're getting those hours that you can function and not be susceptible to being grumpy and angry throughout the day and more reactive in your relationships The last one is get exercise. So staying active and it doesn't have to be like running a marathon every single day, but getting moving so that you have those endorphins and your body can stay healthy and you don't have more stressors or more things to worry about. So that's a plea skill and that is taking care of your body so that you can take care of your mind and your mental health. And so I wanted to start with that intro because this interview talks a lot about a very interesting perspective about maintaining your physical health, especially with allergies and eyesight and all those kinds of things by avoiding bad chemicals in the beauty industry and so Cassandra has a really unique perspective on this and heads up the whole movement and so I wanted to explain to you how that can connect back to your mental health and it's that getting rid of those stressors from physical health means that you can put your focus and control on your mental health and you don't want to be more emotionally susceptible to these things that really do impact you emotionally. I don't know if that made much sense, but I wanted to explain that. So yes, without further ado, I'm going to introduce Cassandra and we'll get into this week's episode. This week's guest is Cassandra McClure, an entrepreneur in the beauty industry with a passionate commitment to clean beauty. She started out as a model and celebrity makeup artist, but is now the CEO of Lash Binder, Clean Beauty Kit, the host of the Clean Beauty Podcast, and the founder of Clean Beauty Con. Let's get into it. Hey, Cassandra. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so glad to have you on the podcast. Congratulations about the launch of the Clean Beauty Kit. I am so excited to hear more about that in this episode, but I wanted to start by asking if you could tell me a little bit more about the Clean Beauty
1: movement and the work you're doing and your show. Sure. Yeah. So Clean Beauty is a movement. I am one of the people leading the movement. Mm-hmm. And I started off as a model, then got into makeup artistry back in the 2000s while I was still in school. Mm -hmm. And now I'm in the clean beauty space, which is a little bit more specific, but I had some health issues a couple years ago, ended Mm -hmm. up going to Stanford to go to the doctor and found out that I had psoriasis on my head which is like flaky itchy skin Mm -hmm. I had some vision loss so I was prescribed glasses to see when I'm driving and I also was diagnosed with severe allergies which really for me I kind of thought and knew I had allergies but it was a little bit more intense Mm -hmm. because I had to go in every week to get a shot in my arm gotcha to try to counteract um my nose being clogged my breathing being messed up i had really like inflammation my skin and my back would break out a lot Mm -hmm. they you know did a a back test patch thing on my back and said oh you're allergic to pollen and dust and all that yeah Um, of course they're like get a hepa filter get like rid of your dog it was um a scary time and I was doing my research. I was at the time working for the Sustainable Project, which is a .org. And my job there as a beauty director was to find brands that were more sustainable. Mm -hmm. And when I started looking at more sustainable beauty brands, I found local ones. I found, you know, products made in the United States and smaller indie brands. Mm Mm-hmm. Where there's quality control, where, you know, there's small batches of things, companies using glass, things like that. And I looked at all the big brands that I was using for my celebrity clients and my brides, like YSL, Chanel, all the things you get at Bloomingdale's and Nordstrom Mm -hmm. and everything from Sephora. And, you know, there's, I was finding that there wasn't a lot of sustainable brands. Like there were, coming from overseas, being made in mass quantities, Mm -hmm. and I really started to look at what was in my products when I went to an event. It was the first that I really ever heard of clean beauty. I asked like what that was. They were like, "Oh, well, they're just products that don't contain chemicals and things." And the woman who was talking to me about it had had breast cancer, mm-hmm. and she told me that her doctor advised her not to use products that she was currently using from the drugstore and from Sephora that had fragrance because they could trigger mm-hmm. her allergies. So that stood out to me because I'm like, "Wait, what do you mean?" Like, Yeah, the same thing. So I went home and I looked at all my products that contained – that I thought contained fragrance and they Mm -hmm. did. But then I also started digging a little bit deeper because I wasn't just looking at my makeup anymore. I was also looking at my laundry detergent, my shampoo, my hand soap, the the dog wash I was washing Mm -hmm. my pet with just kind of everything else that contained any sort of chemical to clean my windows. I was using Windex. Mm-hmm. Just didn't realize what I was exposing myself to day in and day out as I got into the shower and had my body wash and got out and used my lotion. I was just mm-hmm. kind of, you know, not realizing that the allergies would that were, were triggered from that. And so I got everything together, put it all in a big cardboard box, I shared kind of what I was going through, and a lot of people reach out and and ask me like how it was going, and within 48 hours, I saw a huge difference in my skin, Mm -hmm. my breathing, in my overall well-being, and in 72 hours, in three days, I saw a massive shift, a complete turnaround from what i was dealing with before and i never used a psoriasis medication for my head ever again Mm -hmm. i never had to go back in for a shot and i was scheduled to go back in for another 11 months of shots oh my gosh you know, my vision loss is a permanent thing that I'm going to have because of the mascaras and the eyeliners and the products that I was using on my eyes and probably the chemicals that I was exposed to much, much more than the average person. If you kind of look at hairstylists or makeup Mm -hmm. artists were around the products constantly. Yeah. And so I definitely feel that I know that, you know, looking at my family, they didn't have those issues and I did. And so it's like, well, what's, what was that?
0: Yeah. What's the missing piece?
1: I wish my doctors would have realized it. I wish I would have known sooner, but now I'm able to advocate to other women and help them understand and, you know, and I can go on and on. And I think it's just so important to use products that are cleaner that don't contain synthetic fragrance that's the really big thing for me that I have found and I just think it's so so important so
0: yeah that's it's amazing that you're able to find out about this clean beauty movement through your own personal health journey and it's it's so cool how many benefits it's had for you personally that's really amazing so I think was that really did touch me about the work you're doing is with Lash Binder. Every single time someone purchases a kit, one gets donated to a chemo patient. And this is just so inspiring and so amazing. So I wanted to ask you, what inspired you to begin that program? And where has it taken you up to this point?
1: So I launched Lash Binder in March of last year. So it's been a little over a year. And I really was kind of out of work when I announced that I was working as a clean beauty artist. It was really not accepted still that as a makeup artist, you're really only using clean products. A lot of people think Mm -hmm. clean don't work. So I really had to get through that and try so many products that didn't actually really work that well. They didn't last, they didn't perform, they smudged, they didn't really They just didn't live up to my expectations as an artist that needs products to last on a bride way Mm -hmm. longer after she walks down the aisle. Yeah. I also started looking at what other products and what other things I heard a lot. So when I was stopping my work and I started Mm -hmm. my podcast, I had more time at home. I really wanted to create something, but I wasn't sure what. And so I started going back through my logs and going back through and reliving those moments at the weddings and at my model shoots and runway shows and one thing that i had realized was that a lot of people a lot of women had issues putting lashes on so i started creating developing a tool called lash binder and it makes eyelash application for strips easier faster and safer mm-hmm. and what i noticed with tweezers was it's unsafe yeah, like hold it closed and put it on and then release, which just seems like a lot to do to put lashes on. The danger there is also it's a sharp metal object. Yeah, near your eye. It doesn't hold the entire lash closed, so... This is the package for it and one of our little bags we had made by a local designer and inside the pro kit has the scissors, they have like a soft um, tip at the end, Mm -hmm. we have glue and then we have the lash tool itself and so how it really works is Lash Binder is able to, it comes with a little insert in case you need to go back and realize, like, look at how mm-hmm. it's done. It has step by step instructions. And the first thing you do is measure the lash. So you take whatever lashes, let me see if I have some here. Uh, I do have these. These are our, like, we have, we created some limited edition vegan cruelty-free lashes. Mm -hmm. And when I was starting to work with cancer patients, so I got asked to go by a local oncologist Mm -hmm. to bring my lash binder and my lashes in to the El Camino Hospital in Mountain View, California. And I had an event where I had applied lashes and showed them how to, to use them When I got there, I realized that they didn't actually have eyelashes at all because Mm -hmm. when you go through chemo, you lose your eyelashes as well as the hair on your head Mm -hmm. and often your eyebrows as well. And so I brought in my makeup to kind of – empower them a little bit to feel a little bit more normal Mm -hmm. and make them feel beautiful again. And so we absolutely had such an incredible turnout and a great day. And I really wanted to, they all told me that, that, you know, that they were having trouble with money, that it was an issue.
0: Yeah. It's extremely expensive to get treatment for sure.
1: Yeah. And, you know, as they're pulling their credit cards out and like, buying, you know, uh, lash binders and starter packs and everything, I felt bad. And so I wanted to be able to give back to them. So we created a buy one, give one campaign. And the campaign turned into a permanent part of our company because every time now that you buy a lash binder, one goes to a chemo patient.
0: That's amazing.
1: Is struggling or going through chemo or who's lost their lashes permanently Mm -hmm. or has really fine, thin, brittle lashes. And it's, it feels so good to be able to give the tools to them and also provide the education right there in the hospitals. Yeah. They're they're struggling and going into the cancer center for their treatment. So that's something that I really enjoy doing. And it's just something I, 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 I I will just always do now because I I was enlightened. I didn't realize that. And that's also, I think, a little bit about awareness. And we want people to know that, you know, women also have to deal with that. And Mm -hmm. the more education we have around how to put lashes on safer and faster and just, like, with less problems, like, the better – Their life will be. And so it's been really beautiful. And like I mentioned at the
0: beginning, you just launched your clean beauty kit. So congratulations. Can you tell me more about that? Yeah. So the
1: kit is the first celebrity makeup artist approved subscription. We're really excited. We just launched it on the 4th of July. And it's essentially a subscription box Mm -hmm. that you can try full size products for about $50 a month with over $200 to $300 in product each mm-hmm. month and contains all different kinds of things that make sense for whatever month it is. This month's kit is valued at around $250. Mm-hmm. So we, and this is our limited edition collection. So we only have um, 50 of, the, of this set and almost sold out. So it was a really successful launch. We're really having fun. And so how it works is really the brands reach out, send me their product for review. Mm -hmm. And if it makes it to the next stage, then they go into a a box. And I really love it because we've been featuring a lot of underrepresented businesses and women, women of color, black woman owned businesses. We have three this month. Mm -hmm. And they're just brands that I'd never heard about. And I really thought you know, they're underrepresented, like yeah. a lot of these brands out in stores, they're not in any boutiques, they just really have their online storefront. And mm-hmm. when I launched Lashbinder, I understood that and I wanted to get into a box so bad. And it was really expensive. And I really wanted to make it accessible for brands that are small to be able to get into a box and not have to pay like a really hefty fee. Yeah. And That was the deal breaker for me. And so I was like, how can I make this better for people in the future? And Mm -hmm. how can I, you know, really make it accessible? And also for the people that are trying or beginning their clean beauty journey. Like, I really, really wanted them to be able to experience products more affordably because not everyone has, you know, $300 a month to spend on new products to try. And I, when starting out my clean beauty journey specifically, I definitely wish I had a box like this because yeah. beforehand I was using, I had subscriptions to every box, BoxyCharm, mm-hmm. Ipsy, uh, birch box. But what mm-hmm. would happen is I was continuing to get products with fragrance, with PEGs, with phthalates, with parabens, mm-hmm. and my skin was breaking out again. And I just felt like I couldn't use the products and I didn't want to gift them to people that I love. So I had to figure out what was out there. And the other kit, the other boxes that I found were like, like two, two or four time, uh, times a year, like seasonal boxes. And I really wanted more products than just once a season. Mm-hmm. And they were a lot of sample size things. And Mm -hmm. I wanted full size products. So I kind of brought everything into what I was hoping for and brought it into a kit Mm -hmm. of my own. So we're really excited to be doing that. And thank you so much for, you know, highlighting me on your show, viewing me and just, and asking me all these great questions because it's been a long time coming. It's been such a journey and I love that you're from the Bay area. Yeah, it's
0: just, it's so cool. You went through this own journey yourself. You realized that there was this huge issue, which was that not all products were clean. You went and did all this research yourself to figure out what worked for you. And then you educated listeners on your podcast. And then now you bring them the...
1: The products to their front door every single month like that's that's awesome thank you so much so everything has its own website so cleanbeautykit.com if you want to check out the box check out our ethos our clean beauty code anything like that we have clean beauty con is mm-hmm. my monthly conference so awesome. our conference is now a virtual summit because of everything that happened with yes. covid mm-hmm. So for the last 20 weeks or so we've been meeting digitally which has mm-hmm. been really great for everybody. There's a lot of local women, probably some people that you should interview for your show. Yeah, no, Um, it's awesome. I have to connect you with them because they're so great. And I, they're each presenting, they're going to be sharing education about ingredients, about how to start a brand, about being an entrepreneur, like really amazing topics. And Mm -hmm. so we have tickets available on cleanbeautycon.com for anyone who wants to join in and really join our Our community the clean beauty movement like and so that's a great place to go and for anyone who's looking to get in touch with me personally or find out more about what I'm doing you can go to cassandramcclure.com and then for lash binder lash binder has its own website to lashbinder.com
0: so my last question for you is about clean beauty podcast and so I wanted to hear a little bit more about that so after listening to this episode listeners can head over and binge that as well
1: well, I feel like your listeners definitely can relate to a podcast and they sense So that's always a good thing. Um, I started my podcast first. So in November 2018, I launched the mm-hmm. clean beauty podcast. Like when I was saying I was going through my health journey, I was trying to figure out more about clean beauty. And I did a quick search looking on my podcast app to see if there was a clean beauty podcast section and there wasn't. And so my fiance suggested that I started start a podcast Mm -hmm. and it was, Yeah, I've come so far. It's so great to like upgrade your equipment and continue to move on. And I've interviewed over 50 brand founders from around the world, but I really love my like on-site interviews. Mm -hmm. I've had people like Liza Koshy and the Huda, the Catan sisters, and I've gotten to go to such amazing expos and beauty con and Mm -hmm. a lot of really cool things and go on the red carpet and do on-site interviews as well as now a lot of digital interviews. Yeah. So there's a lot of content on cleanbeautypodcast.com where we interview founders about clean and sustainable beauty. I think it's so important to look at both and really look at where your products are coming from, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's why I wanted a box to highlight women owned clean brands that are local, like USA made, I think Mm -hmm. a lot of us, like I said, don't realize that our products are made overseas and mass productions and factories that aren't being regulated. So to be able to feel connected to your product and buying a product that really resonates with you, you know, that it's a local woman or like a a young woman who's starting her business feels so much better. Like it's kind of like Mm -hmm. shopping on Etsy. You feel like supporting this like small business owner. So that's kind of a lot, a lot of the brands that I, that I work with, the, those are the kind I, I interviewed the indie kind of brands that you mm-hmm. might not, not have heard of. We've had some big ones on too, but I really like to work with women that are, that are in that entrepreneur state and still like growing their business. So it's been really great and it's been great to watch them all really grow. And so, yeah, you can listen to us on any podcast platform mm-hmm. and It's just clean beauty, so you can check it out. Yeah. Just so cool.
0: And I relate to it a lot, what you said about how you looked for a podcast or a resource about clean beauty and there wasn't one there. And I remember the exact same thing when I was going through my mental health struggles and getting out of treatment, which is I wanted a podcast with teenagers who had been through the lowest of lows and had a positive outlook on it and were there telling their stories of persistence and their growth and leading interviews that educated and inspired. And I I didn't see that. And so I was like, maybe there's room for me to tell my story here and offer that to other people. So I can totally relate. Yeah,
1: it's... It's tough when you're when you're trying to find information and trying to find that relatable thing when when you're whatever you're going through and like mm-hmm. to not find it and sometimes you know and sometimes you might even it might come from the opposite where like you're trying to get into something but you're being denied access yeah and like for me that has happened to me so many times and you kind of make your own way mm-hmm. like, you just, if you don't, aren't allowed to see at the table, you build your own table. And like, that's what I've loved doing and just like empowering other women to, yeah. So that's why I do coaching and consulting because it's like, I love bringing out like the best in women and just, you know, we all go through hard, hard mental times. This past week has probably been the hardest for me, Mm -hmm. like just with COVID because Santa Clara has been shut down the very beginning, like over three months, like, and just not leaving the house. And even though I've made my house into such a sanctuary, it's Mm -hmm. still really hard to just deal with. I've, I know that when I stay busy, I keep it off my mind, Mm -hmm. but there comes a time where you're just like, I cannot work anymore. I'm so over it. Like, you know, exactly times is just becomes boring. Yeah. And so I know that a lot of people are dealing with mental issues right now because I'm not, I don't usually get depressed, but this, it's been a little heavy this week, especially with friends and family that are passing and people getting sick. It's just Mm -hmm. really hard.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it was just the 4th of July. I think about where I was on that day a year ago and I was celebrating with family and friends and we were all gathering and having a good time. And it's so different this year. We're all at home and we're going into a second wave, it seems like. And it's difficult to have that connection and spend those times together. And so I do feel like that's something that people can use a lot of validation around right now. And because we're all going through that. So that's what I'm trying to do with the podcast as well.
1: Yeah, well, again, I appreciate you so much. And I love that we were able to connect and um, get together. And I want to send you a lash binder. And if you want to do a giveaway for your listeners, I'd love to yeah. send a lash binder f- for them so you can set that up. That would be and, so fun. Yeah, and I'd also love to give them a code. So use code, ShePersisted, and get 15% off Lashbinder.com. Thank you so much.
0: So as you guys heard, Cassandra is so generously sponsoring a giveaway for you. So if you want to win a lash binder and a set of lash binder synthetic lashes, you can go ahead and head over to my Instagram to enter the giveaway. The link is in today's episode notes and the rules for the giveaway. I'm so excited about this giveaway and I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. There will be so many more to come. And you can also use the code SHEPERSISTED at LASHBINDER.COM to order your own Lashbinder kit and your own lashes. So you can get 15% off with the code SHEPERSISTED. Again, that's 15% off with the code SHEPERSISTED at LASHBINDER.COM. So I hope you enjoy. Thank you so much for listening. I cannot wait to announce the winner of the giveaway. So yeah, thank you. And a huge thank you to Lashbinder and Cassandra McClure for sponsoring this giveaway and being so generous. To me and all of you listeners. If you enjoyed this week's episode of Nevertheless She Persisted, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and share with your friends and family. To stay updated on new episodes dropping and bonus content, follow Nevertheless She Persisted on social media Instagram at She Persisted Podcast, Twitter at Persist Podcast, Facebook at Nevertheless She Persisted Podcast with Sadie Side, and check out my website, ShePersistedPodcast.com. And don't worry, of these are linked in today's episode notes. Don't forget to subscribe and I'll see you next Friday.